Hello everyone, hello Ireland. I would like to address my nation to the people of Ireland. I respect you all greatly and I would like to put forth some of my thinking. Hey, it's Six Bits. Here comes Six Bits to go from our mouths right into your ears via the power of broadband or perhaps 4G or, dare I say it, 5G telephony. Oh, Jesus. Pumping the coronavirus directly into your brain. Oh, God. Step (laughs) away. Raymond, what does the G stand for in 5G? I'm assuming you know this. Generation. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Well done. Well done. Thank I got you. that I got I knew, that wrong in a quiz the, last week. I knew the answer to a stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I was like it totally wasn't there. I was like what is the G? Come on. This is what everyone is talking about. G. All the loonies are talking about the G. And there was was there 2G? I think there was 2G, was there? No, it wasn't. It was called there was there was a Oh man, what was it? There was the re- the regular internet so, on your phone. No, and then there was so E. There was E. There was, there was an amazing thing last night on right. uh, Charlie Brooker's antiviral wipe was on the telly. I need to go and get that, actually. Yeah. It was brilliant. But you know the way he always has um, people on and Philomena. Kunk. Uh, she's play- yeah, she's brilliant. And she just went, um, and this 5G, this 5G has given us coronavirus. So the 4G gave us, and then she went, and then remember when we had WAP? It was WAP. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that was the 1G, WAP. I used to work on on WAP. Did I, did I ever tell you that? An air cell? Uh, no, it was for Uncle Dennis uh, inside Ooh. in the malt house. Uh, and Dennis O'Brien had Digiphone at the time, I think. Yeah. It was Digi, Digiphone. And he, d- he did have, he did have Digicel and Digiphone. It was, he still has Digicel, which is elsewhere. But Digiphone. That's in the Caribbean, yeah. Digiphone was here in Ireland. Mm. Mm. And I worked in the newsroom in 98FM at the time and working late nights and whatnot. And there was a service called WAP News, which was basically just on the news. You'd put it on to if you had a WAP phone, you'd be able to look up like 10 lines of news or, or 10 headlines and you'd be able to click through and read three paragraphs of a story. And it was up to us. Hang on one second. Come, come here, Andy. Oh, my God. Warren O'Connell. Come check this out. Andrew Foley's what? just after making it's granddad's birthday oh. ne- next week and look at what he's after making. Isn't that insane? Oh, look at yeah, look behind. Hey, can you see oh, this? Can you see this? Andrew, that is ac- that is properly good. The balloon is sad. It's a sad no, he's winking, is it? Is it winking? Oh, he's winking. It's winking. Like this, do it. Do the wink. There you go. See? Mm. <laughs> Isn't it cool? And inside as well. Doesn't that look awesome? And is there a rainbow on the front? Uh, and there's yeah, there's all this on the front. That is excellent work. Oh, Andrew Foley. Yeah, it's a happy birthday song. Yeah. And Matthew's eating all the cake. Uh, Matthew's eating all the cake because Matthew's a fat bastard, isn't he? Inside the cake. Right. Go on. Go do some schoolwork. It writes granddad. It writes granddad. It does. I love you. Oh. Bye, Andrew. Bye. Ray. What? What? What you're basically saying. Is that you're the cause of coronavirus? I'm the why? Because we're because you put all those stories up on WAP. On WAP it, was the original, and it yeah. Started it all, so well, we all know actually... that COVID nineteen was the nineteenth COVID. Thank you, Simon Harris. So you started it with your WAP stories. I think. Hang on, maybe Dennis was no longer do. He was no longer involved in it. I don't think he owned. It was what, what did it become after Digiphone? O two. Was it O two straight away? 
Yeah, then I think we were doing it for O2 because he was okay. gone. He was actually gone from it. And there was RTE and there was us and, every, and 98 of them. And uh, everyone had to pitch then to to get the service for the from putting the news on the phones for people. It's a ridiculous notion, really. But anyway, 98 did it for like a year, I think. And then RTE did it then after that. But I used to be like late at midnight at night inside in the Malt House, writing up six entertainment stories, six sports stories, six news stories, so that some loser in Mullingar next to a mast. Hey, 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 hey. Or Limerick. You can be a loser in Limerick as well. Wherever. (laughs) Checking their... Next to a mast. Got the proper say on their WAP phone. News written by a 19-year-old on their WAP phone. Sometimes the WAP would go to edge. Uh, no, you see, the WAP was, WAP was the information, but did it, did it show WAP on the, I don't remember. No, I don't remember. Anyway, sixbitspod at gmail.com is our email address. It's Ray Foley here. It's Maureen O'Connell there. Hello. And Andrew Foley has just walked out the door, the little legend. Uh, shall we begin? With number one. Would you like to go first, Raymond? I'm happy to go first. I have a number one here for you. It's a brief number one, actually. It shouldn't take up too much of your time, thankfully. This is Paul Howard who writes Ross O'Carroll Kelly for the Irish Times. Indeed. I follow him. He's a charming man. He only lives up the road from me. He lives on the other side of the hill, actually, where uh, he doesn't live the on opposite, the... The opposite no. side of Bono. I don't... Well, I don't know where he lives, actually. I think he he's from Ballybrack, but I don't know if he actually lives there. I think he might live around here, actually. He might live in the Dunleary end. Uh, oh, right. And, anyway, I don't know where he lives. I know he's in leafy South Dublin as well. Mm. and But he grew up in Ballybrack, which is where... Uh, <laughs> where he's from there's nothing no, no, there's no more you see the thing is funny Ballybrack is like a regular uh, middle class sort of regular true blue dubs yeah but that's literally on Kalini Hill as well yes so Bono is lives like you're, you've got a mix of like the multi multi cajillionaires but that's always the way and I'm saying you know anywhere you can go to Galway you can be in South Hill uh, sorry Salt Hill and then you'll have some place that's, you know, not as nice as Salt Hill is right there as well. You can so say Rahoon. You can say Rahoon. Everywhere, <laughs> everywhere is just... Near each other in, our, in Ireland. For Ireland, yeah. yeah. Everywhere is near each other. Anyway, Paul Howard, uh, yes. Russell Carroll Kelly. He writes on Twitter last night, why is our bread going mouldy? Actually, most people probably have experienced this. In the warm weather, this is what happens. Mm. Why is our bread going mouldy before it goes stale? Spots of green mould on it, and yet it's still quite squishy. I mean, I'll probably still eat it, but it would be nice to know. That's what he put on on Twitter. Okay. Now, we can look at his tweet for, well, uh, uh, the answer that most people came back with, which is the correct answer, is that bread that you buy in supermarkets now is so loaded with preservatives mm. that it will never go stale in the sense that we know about it, but it will start to go mouldy before it ever goes stale. Yeah. So, so, so loaded with stuff that keeps it squishy. Yeah. For longer than it should, really. Not nice. Uh, anyway, loads of people reply. Blah, blah, blah. I, I don't know why I do this. I'm reading through the replies. Why am I reading through the... I only, re- I only look at threads or replies to articles or tweets to see if people have said what I want to say so I don't have to say it. Yes. It was, I get you. That's fine. It was much like the... Um, what was the thing about COVID? But 19 dead and we're asking the question... About how can you go for your round of golf? Do you remember that last week for oh, Fergal yes. Powers? Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm basically I'm just looking 
to make sure that someone else has put it up and I'm that I'm not inclined to do it, right? You don't have to. So I'm reading through and by the way, a number I have now realized a number of people have put up what I've just said, which is the preservative thing, okay? Mm. So there's no need for me to keep reading. However, something encourages something prods me on. Onward. Because you like Paul Howard and you're like, who's interacting with Paul? Yeah, that's fine. Maybe that's it, yeah. That's it. He's quite he's quite active on Twitter. I don't know where he, where he finds the time. I, I don't I don't have the time or the inclination. Sometimes I, I get like fits of like three days of like, I like to tweet. I, oh, look at me, I'm tweeting again. Look at me, I'm putting stuff on Insta. And then I just go dry again. I just like, I, I know, I'm not into but, this. Yeah, but he's a writer and he's in a room and it's a nice break. How old are his people? Does he have family? Does he have kids? No, he doesn't. He doesn't. There, there no. you go, you see. I was going to say, I bet he has older kids, in which case no. he'd have a bit more time. Oh, if you don't have kids as well, same deal. Oh, if you don't have kids, you've got time to do everything. We're an old child. Do you know what? Do you know what? They are a massive distraction. Maybe when I'm, I imagine when I'm older, I'll have, I'll have untold time. I'll be on Twitter every five seconds. I'll have inspiration again. You won't. I don't have kids. Go on. Why is our bread going mud? Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, Lo and behold, as I'm scrolling through the replies, who replies to Paul Howard? Now, bear in mind, all of the other replies are like John 362 and yeah. it's, it's just an image of a Liverpool jersey. Do you know that yeah. kind of thing? Loads of those kind of replies. Sean in Mullingar, Limerick, wherever. All gotcha. re- regular people, right? <laughs> Next. The reply from one Krista Berg. Oh, <laughs> Krista Berg is on Twitter? Yeah, and he's replying deep in the replies to Paul Howard's... <laughs> this is unexpected. Yes, and I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. This is unexpected. So what does Krista Berg say? You're internationally acclaimed musician, award-winning, uh, probably... Does he, has he got a Grammy? He prob- if he doesn't, he, pro- he should do. I'm sure he does. Sure he does. Uh, <laughs> Don't pay the ferryman. If that hasn't gotten a Grammy... The whole thing is a farce. Anyway, Chris DeBerg says, Having that experience too, Paul, dot, 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 could it be not enough Chinese food? Question mark. <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't get it either, right? I think it's just a... It, we're I not think, eating as many takeaways, so we've got more bread in the house. I don't know. He's, or is it some crazy comment on coronavirus for the right wing of America? I'm a bit worried about this now. I think it's just a dad joke that has gone awry. Or it's, okay. you know, it's a badly constructed dad joke. You, okay. you know, as dads do, they write things and they think this will be hilarious. And then they send it and then they never bother to read it again. <laughs> and then you're reading it from your dad and you're like, I know what he was trying to do there. <laughs> you yeah. But, but he didn't. He, yeah. Yet again, he was unable to pull it off. Dads need to pull it. They need to do it in person. That's when yeah. they really land. The dad joke can land in person. So he can fix it as it's coming uh, out of his yes. mouth. Because he'll still get it wrong as he's saying it. And then you go, no, no, hang on. No, that's not that. That's not what I meant. <laughs> it's, Don't pay the ferryman. Anyway, Christenberg, having that experience too, Paul, dot, dot, dot. Could it be not enough Chinese food? To which... A randomer, cosy S R F C, Irish flag co- at cosy hoop. Oh God! Replies. Oh God! <laughs> Irish flag. Irish flag. No, bread it's flag. it's just a, an inspired uh, tweet replying to Christopher okay. Burke on the bread thing. Go on, it, lady in bread. 
<laughs> with a loaf emoji. <laughs> delightful. Delightful, delightful, delightful Twitter exchange. And Love I, it. I, I, I just wrote to Cozy. And again, out of nowhere, deep in the comments of Paul Howard's tweet, it's me replying to Cozy going, you win. And then I wrote a, a clapping emoji, a clapping gif. <laughs> Anyone who's listening to this, I am. I hate puns. I'm terrible at them. I cannot do them. But there is probably some people shouting lady at their phone, bread. going, "Lady and bread!" It, he must. Someone has to say, "Lady and bread." They were getting ready to go on to that Twitter thread to reply, "Lady and bread." Well, bravo to everyone it's who got not there. Weird enough that, that well done that Krista Berg is in the tweet in the tweet. Give them an actual round of applause to everyone who was. Uh, I've been here. Is it, can you hear that? No, it's not working, is it? Is it's it there? Okay, it doesn't matter. Is it there? Oh, sorry, hang on. Got to turn it up. There it is. Well done. Very well nice. Done. I, uh, fantastic. Fantastic. Will we do number two then? Let's go. Number two. We get to talk about James Blunt now. All right, here we go. Oh, he's to host a hospital radio show to lower morale during the coronavirus pandemic. So he is going on hospital radio. It's called uh, The Greatest Hour and it's going to reach one, 170. One second. Sorry, I just interrupted you. Someone at my door. Yeah, you tell everyone. You tell everyone. I'll be right back. You keep telling. I know the story already. Go on. Uh, I'm back. I'm back. What, did you just stop talking? I did, yeah. I was only gone for a second. I just wanted to make sure the cake got the door. That's all. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, So, right. Clicky, clicky. Uh, 170 hospital radio stations. It's going to feature an array of good tunes and loads of gratitude to those working on the front line. In March, a singer had joked he would be sparing people by not sharing live music whilst in isolation. Um, But he has. He has been sharing music. Now... I am going to listen to this radio show because ever since I started watching James Blunt on certain television shows, I have become a massive fan of the I, man. I, I'm, I'm a fan of him in terms of his personality and his wit and his charm, but I, yes. don't, I don't like his music. His no. music does absolutely nothing for me. But he knows that. But well, why does he, he do it then? Why doesn't he just make different music? Why doesn't he make that's music his, that's more in line with his personality? But that's his style of music and it makes him millions upon millions of euros. Does it? Yes, the man is incredibly wealthy. He's got a helicopter, for God's sake. Okay. So I'd wonder how, how much... Who's, who's still out there buying well, look, James Blunt albums? Look at this. And this was the Amazon UK charts and... Top albums, James Blunt was at number six. This was in April, the 26th of April. Right. And James Blunt's respo- response was, I see lockdown hasn't improved your taste in music. Ew. <laughs> Which I thought was fantastic. And he's also said about this. So you catch coronavirus and having to be hospitalized. And while you're thinking, can my life get any worse? At James Blunt comes on the hospital radio. Perfect. Uh- he... His self-deprecation, which we all know is a thing that he has cultivated. I think it's naturally there as well. But he's cultivated it so well that he is delightful. And I think people have started to buy his music because they find him so funny as well. That's a possibility, actually, although I still wouldn't yeah. do that. Um, the uh, Is this hospital radio thing going to be in a specific hospital? Because I know some hospitals have their own radio stations. Or is this a thing that's piped in? It's called The Greatest Hour, so it's going to be recorded and it's going to 170 hospital radio stations around the UK. So it'll be sent to them and they can broadcast at whatever time they want it then? Yes, I think so. I hear you. Unless I... they've decided The Greatest Hour is going to be five to six. I'm not too sure okay. uh, when they've decided to put it on in case it becomes a thing that they can all tweet about 
crap or whatever. We had James Blunt in our live lunch, RIP, way back in oh, the day. Oh, yes. In the beanbag. You did. Shops. Yeah, he was and uh, he, very nice And he man. was delightful, wasn't he? He was lovely. We had Kate Nash years ago as well. I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Oh, we had the script. I don't remember anyone else. You had someone else as well, though. Oh, we had a load of them. We, oh, we had Bell X1. Bellex one was the one I loved. I loved Bellex one. One that was fab. That was fab. 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 They were. I wasn't involved in that radio show. I just listened to it. They were um, lovely. They were a nice thing. They were dead easy. They were so easy oh, to do. They're so lovely. It, it was only for an hour. It was only the hour. So like we do the f- first forty five minutes, then the ridiculous lunchtime news, and then from one o'clock to two o'clock we'd have the live lunch, and then mm. we go back to normal again from two to half two. And you tried for so long to kill that uh, ridiculous lunchtime news, the length of it. And then when I went along to that radio station, RIP, I did kill it. Did you kill it? <laughs> along or- with my radio career. Ayo! Oh! I spent the entire time I was there, I was there nearly 10 years, saying, I, it, does this make sense? And furthermore, <laughs> does it make sense for me to be either end of it? <laughs> like, <laughs> Why am I around news? So like the ridiculous nonsense Darcy that we were doing. Darcy talks about news stuff. I don't talk about it's, news stuff. Why does it, what we are do, were doing was ridiculous. And then we were doing ridiculous for 45 minutes. Then everything ground to a halt for the guts of 20 minutes really because they would run over and then we'd be at, at breaks either side. And you would also be late coming back. I'd be late coming back. the National Lunchtime News. And never then that. it just never made sense. It was just, yeah, we're, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Shall we go on to number three? We can do that. Number three. Number three for you is Couch to 5K. I have been doing some. No, no, no. You, the look I'm, in, just, I'm just back from my Couch to 5K. The look on Warren's face says, oh my God, you started your Couch to 5K. No, I have, ha- I have had one and a half rolling donut donuts this morning. <laughs> it's, not the Oreo one, though. Uh, not the Oreo one, no. I had uh, nutty, I had a Nutella one. And a Ew. Kinder Bueno one. Ew. Oh, they're insane. They're Jesus, beautiful. No, they're, no, uh, no. A big no. cup of coffee. Uh, I'm going to have a carb crash now in about 15 minutes, I'd say. Uh, no, I haven't actually started doing the, the Couch to 5K. This is something, I don't know if I said this to you at the time that you were starting Couch to 5K, but I've started it and completed it a number of times. Yeah. Uh, and my problem with it is in week, is it week three? All of a sudden it goes from beginner basic to oh my god I can't do this uh, and there doesn't seem to be uh, an allowance or uh, an understanding that people might not be like by doing this for two and a half weeks they're still not ready to start doing longer runs and for me like on a couple I didn't know about that well I do I've, I, I'm bigger I, than you though I, I'm fatter than you and I'm in worse shape my legs would be in worse shape you have done an awful lot more exercise than I have over the past few years I just think have, having done it in like week th- I think it's week three maybe it's week beginning of week four that it's just like for you now. all of a sudden it just goes from this has been manageable up to this point to oh my god I can't do this so what I started doing in the last couple of times I've done it is I've just Kept doing week three again and again. Oh, I did week five for two weeks. Right. Okay. But they don't tell five. you that, you see. They should tell you that. I just went, nah, I'm not up for this. I'm, I'm just going to do week five for a while. So I started Googling uh, along these lines last night to go, 
has it, does anyone else feel that it just takes a jump? And loads of people said, yes, it does. And there's another one called, it's called No to Five, No, No, Not to Run or Nothing to Run, None to Run. Right. Which is much more along the lines of if you have never run before in your life. See, I can imagine people doing it for two weeks and going, oh my God, I, this is why I never got into running. So there should be a more gradual increase. I mean, I'm obese. The one that I'm using, Couch to 5K Runner, yeah. Week three was, it was two minute runs, two minute walks, then three minute runs and three minute walks. So I thought that was fine. Tomorrow I'm doing my first 20 minute continuous run. What if you're really fat though? As I am. I'm not, yeah, I am. I'm, I'm quite overweight now again, but. I thought that this program was designed. It's not. To, for one fits all. I d- it's not. No. And it's not designed for people that have n- done absolutely nothing. You need to have some level of, like, some level. But I, I don't I, I don't believe that nothing. in two weeks someone someone will build up enough strength and muscle, strength and leg, lower body mass it's to go. Not, but that's why the big runs are on week seven. I don't know, babes. I don't know. And I, I thoroughly couldn't do it in, like, week, week three, four. I was like, I can't do this. And now I'm miserable. And I was enjoying this so much. So I went and Googled, and loads of people agreed with me. The internet, the internet agrees, largely, that... These couch to 5Ks, at some point, they ramp up too quickly for okay. part- for completely useless people like me. So I found one. The only thing is, this one seems to charge at a certain point, but it didn't charge me last night now when I was messing around with it. It's none to run, is what it's called. Well, mine is charging, but I, I kind of did it at my own pace. So for the first few weeks, I've gone back now to doing, I was doing run six times a week with one day off. And then for two weeks, life was a bit crazy. So I was only doing three a week. And now I'm back to six runs a week. Yeah. And if I don't feel that I'm ready to go up, I just stay on the day. Whatever day that I'm like, I can do this one. I'm fine. Yeah. Um, But then I psyched myself out about the like 15 minute runs. And then I found it was grand. Yeah, it will because be once, you're, built up. once your body's able to do it. But if you're plodding along in pain, as I found myself in. Ah, well, if you're in pain, then... It's wrong. It's wrong. Something's gone wrong. Yeah. Shouldn't be doing it. But you want to be doing it at the same time because that's why you took it on. So it's only lining yourself up for defeat and disappointment. So would you ramp up the amount of times you do it a week by doing the days twice? Oh, that so might work, yeah. That's what I did. So instead of doing it three times a week, I did it six times a week and I did it every day twice. So that kind of built up my strength a bit more. Yeah. I found myself repeating weeks as well. I had to repeat. That's what I was doing a lot with the couch to 5K. But we'll see how this thing goes. Now, I have no idea what, what, what but the, the, the recommendations online were for this thing, which You're is much, doing it. much more. I am doing it. I'm doing it from Sunday, I want to say. Realistically, it'll be Monday. But Go uh, on. We'll see. We'll see. But I'm not doing anything this weekend because I'm just chilling out. I find it weird now. I find it weird that when I'm hungover, I can still go out and run. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna become that dickhead. I know. No, you're if not. If I keep, if I keep this up, I will pack. There, a day is coming. It might be in two years when we can get on flights again. But oh my god, I'm gonna pack a pair of runners in a suitcase when I'm going on holidays. I'm kind of worried about that. Uh, your I think I might become that person. The app that you're using does it jump in over whatever you're listening to? If you're listening to a podcast yes. or an audiobook. see yeah. the the one that I had as well. I had a number of them, and they all did this thing. Maybe it's an iPhone issue, where uh, when it would you be so you'd be listening on 
on podcasts or you're listening on yeah. uh, in uh, uh, Castro is the the app I use for um uh, a podcast, right? Right. So you're listening to your podcast, yeah. and then the thing will jump on and say it'll dip the volume of the podcast in yeah. or, in order to say start walking or whatever. You're doing a great job halfway there or whatever, right? Yes. And then the podcast wouldn't come back up to the volume again. That's not right either. It would do my head in. And it was that was the case with all of the the apps. I I went through I went through a number of Couch to 5K apps to try and find one that wouldn't do that and they all did it. However, this one that I was playing with last night didn't do that. Didn't. I intentionally did a test, so. I think that's why I was recommended this one so much cuz like that I just went online and asked people. Right. And uh, people were like, oh, listen to this music. I was like, no, no, I will not be listening to music. No. I think listening to music when you're doing Couch to 5K or running is a nightmare because you know a song is three minutes. So you're thinking about time the whole time when you're listening to a bloody song. Can I make another recommendation to you on that? Go there's on. A, there's an app called Aptiv. I don't know if it's available in Ireland yet, but uh, I bought it a couple of years ago on a dodgy, not a dodgy, but a, I, I, have a U, I have a UK and I have a US account. Yes. For, for and what you can do is then you can do some jiggery pokery to log in, get the app with VPNs. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It, well, it's not with VPNs. It's just you log in under the username for the other country, download the app, install it, then log out, and then log back in with your Irish username again. Which means you can't update the app anymore, but you can use it in Ireland. Okay. Okay. So okay. it's an Irish app. It's an American app. And I think it's UK as well. It might be in Ireland at this stage. It's called Aptiv. A- Have I spoken about this before? No. A-A-P-T-I-V, right? I'm telling you, babes, it'll change your life. It, it's actually fantastic. It's what is brilliant. It? What it is, is... I love the way he's like, babes, it's going to change your life. What is it? Never used it. I don't use it now, but it will change your life if you're willing to let it. When you're talking about... So- well, okay, I'll tell you what it is. It's uh, it's basically just a series of mixes of a, of varying durations with a trainer's voice on and over over them, right? You have talked about this. And what you do is, it, you can either say to say to it, what, what are you doing today, right? So you open up the app, it says, what are you doing today? So you can tell it, I want to go for a run outdoors or I want to go on a rowing machine in the gym. I want to go on a running machine in the gym or I want to go on an elliptical trainer in the gym or what, whatever you can think of, it has uh, mixes ready for you. And then it, you tell it what level, how long are you going to do it for? What kind of music like R&B, hip hop, uh, dance, pop, what are you in the mood for? Uh, and what level are you at? Beginner, intermediate or advanced, yeah. right? So you put all those things. Oh, how, how long Did I say how long you're ready to run you for? Did, like 15, yeah. 20 minutes, half an hour. So you put all those things in and then it spits out options at you. And then it, there are various trainers. There's John and there's Mary and whoever the hell else. You click on the, the, the run. In this case, in your case, the run. And it'll put on a mix, but it won't be a three-minute song. It could be like a minute and a half of a song. And it, what what they do is they they get you to do it to the music. So they're like, okay, now slow it down. And then for this bit of the song, we're going to... They do it much classier. They're like, they sound like I DJs. Know. They sound you lost great. me at music. But Just listen to a podcast. But Well, yeah, this is the thing. But with it, it really does... and It really works because there's something about the way they use the music that all of a sudden you're home by the time you've gotten through it. Whereas I'd be listening to a podcast sometimes and I'd be like, I'm getting nowhere with this run. I don't, I'm listening to the podcast. It's gr- it's grand, 
but I just I just feel like I want to die. Whereas okay. th- this is motivation to the exercise. This is so, so this yeah. is like all you've got to so, do is get to the next bit of the song. All you have to do is get to the next chorus. Okay, through the chorus, we're going to run as fast as we can. Here we go. Three, two, one. Go, 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 go. F- fantastic. Keep going. Keep breathing. Make sure your breathing is right. Breathe to the mu- to the beat of the music. Make make sure left, right, left, You're right. You're just doing an exercise class now. You I, that's what I'm saying. It's, I'm just trying to give you a sense of what it is they do. It's not just I, sticking on the songs and okay. away you go. That which, might So if someone's listening and that works for you, go for it. I I just give it one go. Me, Sign up for I the- don't. I don't want it. I'm telling you, I have tried exercising with music, and I this is a very hate it. this is a very I very different it. experience. It's I love music. Different. I hate exercising with music. Whereas very if different. I'm listening to our fake history or my favorite murder or uh, okay. case okay, file, fine. Fine. I'm gone. Fine. I I I cannot think of anything else except what that person is talking about. I used to have a spin bike here in the house and I would, when I worked in 98 RIP. Oh uh, yeah. I had a spin bike here and I would go and do half an hour or 20 minutes and I'd watch TV while I, on my headphones while yes. I would be, uh, I hated it. I absolutely hated it. But um, I could see myself using Aptive as well on, on the spin. If we had the spin bike, I got rid of it. You got rid of it. Yeah, go of course, come. of course. Uh, right. Shall we? Yes. Number four. I put a question to the world yesterday and it was for youngest children, but it's not just uh, as people like to point out to me. Is it number four? Is it number four? It's number four, yeah. All right, sorry. Uh, As people like to point out to me and it was uh, for youngest children, do your parents sometimes go through all of your siblings' names before they get to you? Uh Uh-huh. Both my parents, and this is not because of their age, they have done this my entire life. It's always been, Neave, Deirdre, Brian. And then they'll get to me. Yeah. And they'll they'll have this look in their eyes that goes, listen, you are the the bellend. The you are we squeezed you out of the leftovers inside of us. Yeah. Just be happy that we, got, we were that we gave all. you a name in right. the first place. So sometimes these days I get the grandkids' names as well. Totally fine. Oh my God. But what I discovered yesterday is that an awful lot of parents are throwing in the pets' names as well. <laughs> Right. So this I quite enjoyed. I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I accidentally, I've got two young kids. I'll throw in the dogs and the cats names before I get to their names. Because I've known the dog and the cat longer than I've known the children. And I went, that actually makes perfect sense. Uh-huh. Do you not think? Did you ever do it with Andrew or Matthew when Izzy was there? Would you uh, ever th- No, I've never done it with Izzy, in fairness. Uh, and in fairness, I-, I only ever call the child, I wouldn't do it in order. Uh, I'd only call them occasionally I'd call them by their other their brother's name they're similar enough names as well Matthew and Andrew that like you, you would get it wrong you'd get away with it yeah and then it was, it's only when they do, he doesn't respond that you go oh sorry of course you're Matthew or the other <laughs> way around <laughs> one parent said that they they've put both their kids names together like Matt Drew and she's like Matt Andrew they, she's like, I just put my two kids' names together. They respond to that, both of them at all times. It's, I've just, I've, I'm cutting down on time here. And I was like, fair play to you. She's like, one of them will respond at least. I just call them all shithead. All of them. Wife, kids, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, shithead. <laughs> and you know what? You've trained them <laughs> to respond. So that's all good. So if you're out there and a lot of people are like, I thought it was only my parents did this. And other people are like, I thought my parents were losing their marbles. They're not kids. It's just, they've had so many children. They don't care. And I was talking to one person who was the youngest of 16. 
Can you imagine coming up with 16 names? No mind having had to have 16. sex in your life. Wow. 16. No, and this no person's avatar wasn't old. Like it wasn't like a proper old Catholic Irish family. But obviously her parents started in the 1800s. Uh-huh. But 16 names. Her parents had to have sex 16 times in their life. That's too much. No one <laughs> needs to have sex well, 16 th- times. Whatever about having sex 16 times, no child needs to know that their parents had parents, sex yeah. more than t- twice. But that's Hugh Hefner levels of having sex. <laughs> that's Leonardo DiCaprio levels of having sex now. You're I, right. You're absolutely I don't know, right. lads. There's no reason for it. Number five. Number five. Number five. Uh, do you want to do some emails? I've got a bunch of emails here. I've been talking about doing people's emails as... And we've never done them. I'd love to. Sixbitspod at gmail.com. And Joe's been in touch. This is Joanne. Uh, Hi, Ray and Warren. I just wanted to give you a podcast recommendation, which, based on some of your conversations, I think you'd find interesting. Okay, we're in. Okay. It's called... Let's do it. It's called... The Guilty Feminist. I think you've listened to this before. I've I've gone to it live. Uh, and it's very funny and very educational. It's probably and quite... And Deborah Francis White was on the Six O'Clock Show. The uh, host of The Guilty Feminist. Okay. Uh, it's probably quite the commitment at this stage as it goes back a few years and I'd recommend going back and listening from the start. But it's worth it. And I think you'd really like it. Give it a try. Azerbaijan from Joanne. Uh, Thank you, Joanne. What, can you, Joanne hasn't told me anything aside from it being funny and educational. And it needing a big commitment, which is all putting me off, putting me off it. What what exactly? And also the word feminist puts me off it as well. You're not going to like it. W- oh, really? Why? Because it's about feminism. You're not going to like it. And I don't like feminism, is that it? I'm not a feminist. Uh, no, you are a feminist. You just don't like hearing about it all the time. I think your eyes would be opened to some things. Because these days, I I I give you my experience. We compare experiences and you're like, really? And I can see that you're taking in some information. I'm like, he's actually listening because it's not all about how you see the world. It's how other people see the world. And obviously men and women are treated For instance. For instance, what? For instance. For instance, for example, how no one ever comments on what you wear on the television, yet they'll get hundreds of messages if people don't like my shoes or my hair or my makeup or my lipstick or my skirt or my dress. Yeah. That's a for instance. So... People but I always look great. Me. I always look great on the telly, and yeah. you don't. So in the same shirt every single day. Next question. Well, maybe that, do you know what? Like, maybe if like you wore he this, had, it's why like don't you had, wear the same dress every single day, and eventually be, people stop messaging. <laughs> because then, when I wear the same clothes all the, when I try to wear outfits like for do a third it, or fourth time, they go ape shit, and they're like, "She's worn that before. What's she wearing that for again?" Don't even get me started. Uh, so Ray but has that's, the same that's shirt. That's women as well. That's it's not like just men, had, right? It's like you've had sex with a shirt sixteen times. Is it? It's, it's women as well, shirt. though. I presume that would do that, not just men. Women and men, yeah. Women. So you're saying that these women are not feminists or anti? No, what's the I'm, opposite of a feminist? It wasn't about feminism at all. It was about how we're treated differently. It's got nothing to do with feminism. It's how we view the world. So right. you're treated one way and I'm treated a different way. I'm not buying it. I don't don't buy it for no, it that's which is why it. I shouldn't listen to the guilty feminist. And why are you guilty? Why why you, why would you be a guilty feminist? 
because we f- feel bad about everything all the time. Being a woman is basically being a Catholic with double the guilt. Joanne, uh, what is it that we have said in this podcast that would make you think that, that I would like to listen to it? Joanne, you got me right. I've been listening to The Guilty Feminist for years. I think I would. You know, f- funny and interesting, I'm into. Uh, but very, if, but, there's but, some very funny stuff. And do you know what? I think to, on a certain level, in all seriousness... Uh, on some level, we do touch on little bits, little nuggets in this, in our podcast of, of that. But when it's signposted as, like literally the word feminist is in the title, I don't know if I want I will be in a position to com- commit entirely to it. I'm oh, all they're for doing that to They're doing that to scare away men, as well, I would say. Right. And to scare away, they're just like, ah, let's just put it in the title so that they know and then they don't even have to come into the space if they don't want to. Because a lot of people would be signed, would just be like, nah, I'm not doing that. Because the word feminism has been dirtied and uh, given such an antagonistic well, It has been by some, fem- by some feminists. By but, some uh, feminists and yeah. by some misogynists. Yeah. You know, you could say... So then maybe oh, I should God, listen to the guilty feminist and should... then find that, oh, actually, this is, yeah, this is a club for me rather yes. than put off it by... Yeah, the the militant feminists and the misogynists. Militant have... feminists, but it could be like yeah. I remember when we were, didn't want to wear. I said militant winter. feminist and misogynist is what I said. Yes, but I remember it's a sort of thing that you see now in America when there's some school issues about clothes, and uh, and girls are saying I don't want to wear skirts to school or something like that, and you'll have grown ass men commenting on these articles, going, "Oh God, shut the fuck up about." Children, about children who are staging protests about not wanting to wear certain things. Um, oh, the militant feminists are at it again. I'm like, they're 13. They're not being militant feminists. Yes. No, that wouldn't uh, be. Well, you see, you see, that's the thing. That's that's misusing the uh, expression. But then there is yes. there is a more militant end. Not militant. I mean, they're not, but sure, there's a militant end of everything. Yeah, I know. We're not really going up blowing people up, though, militant feminists, well, I, are they? I, I, no, just, they're not. I, that's, that's literally what I just said. I, again, yeah. repeating myself so that yeah. you, you can actually hear what I'm our, saying. Our militantism is, is quite cool. The, I'm not saying you're a militant feminist. <laughs> you can. I'm fine with that. But you're not. I know I'm not. <laughs> uh, uh, Connor's been on. Connor, Hi, Connor. Connor O'Carroll. Sixbithpod at gmail.com. That time Ray Foley shouted at me on the radio... Connor, you could be literally one, any one of a thousand, a hundred thousand people that I've shouted at on the radio. Hi, folks. Second email. This is an essay. Sorry about that. What do you mean second email? You've written to us before, Connor, have you? Cast your memory back to the distant past of 2011. I was, I was a few years out of college and in a customer support job I wasn't overly fond of while you, Ray, RIP, were on the lunchtime slot, RIP, on today, RIP, FM, RIP. There's a lot of RIPs. A lot of RIPs. At the time, the highlight of my working day was listening to the show. Uh, this is the t- telling the quality of my life at the time. All right, okay, not about nothing to do with the quality of the show, obviously. Uh, no, but that's-, that's all he had to look forward to. Connor, I am so... Sorry, you poor thing. Connor himself says, but that's not important, so let's move along. One week you were chatting on air about the new webcams that had been set up in studio. You shared the link and told people to log on and tell us if they're working. I did, they worked. It was my first glance at the interior of the studio... So all in all, it was pretty interesting. Fast forward a week, the National Lunchtime News was on. Uh, we were just talking about this. The National Lunchtime News was on and I was at my desk. I remembered the webcams and I wondered, were they still enabled? 
as you said they were only in testing. I found the URL in my browser, opened it. Sure enough, Jesus. they worked. The only people in studio were Anne Gleason and JP. I thought yes. this was gas. So I sent in a, a text saying, hey, lads, the webcams are still on. Ha ha, LOL, WTF, smiley face. Thinking it was funny. At this point, the shit seemed to hit the fan because everyone's body language changed dramatically, says Connor. I don't, I don't know how dramatically it would change. Uh, Anne, presumably after seeing my text, seemed to slump, then jump out of her chair, said something to JP, who promptly burst out laughing and ran out of the room. And J- JP got more upright. JP got more upright. <laughs> how, how can JP get, he's, how can he get more upright? JP left the studio shortly after, looking a bit pissed off. And after a minute, Anne returned with someone and they were pointing right at the webcams while looking very concerned. I don't, your interpretation of this, Connor, does not add up with what I imagine, I don't remember it, but I don't imagine us, any of us really being worried or shit-hitting the fan or JP running out of the room. I can't imagine Anne Gleeson caring about any of this I can imagine us us reading the text and going, oh, they're still on, are they? They're still on? Oh, right, we'll go and check that out then. But I don't imagine that there's been a big like, oh my God, there's still... Like, because... It's not like we would have been doing anything other than eating a sandwich during the the news and maybe going and making a cup of tea. But, you know, uh you're you're maybe it was the case that the, we we felt the the building was burning down, the sky was falling as a result of the webcams being left on. Uh right there, so hang on. Um a bit pissed off, blah blah. I don't I don't imagine that was the case. Right then, I guessed I probably shouldn't be watching you. So, you know, obviously I kept watching. Over the next minute or two, a few different people came in and out of the studio. This sounds very dramatic. Looking fairly concerned until finally you, Ray, came... Pat Balf. Uh, yeah, Pat, maybe Gav. Yeah. Uh, uh, fairly concerned until finally you, Ray, came back into the room, giving the cameras the evil eye. At that moment, I felt uh, like one of those... Ge- I felt one of those, oh, Jesus, this can't be good premonitions. Really, Connor, you're make, again, you're making a far bigger deal of this. As it turns out, the premonition was accurate. You sat down, looked at the nearest camera to you, pulled it right up close, pulled right up close to it, and started shouting, Get off! Get off! Get that off! Does, that does sound like you. Repeatedly. That sounds like something you've done. I knew you were shouting despite having no audio, by the way, because, uh, well, let's say your body language made that abundantly clear. Yeah, I was probably doing that for a laugh, though, Connor. I don't imagine. Again, I wouldn't. I I, I, I wouldn't. No, none of us would have cared. No, I've changed everything now. I'm 100% with Connor. I'm 100% Connor. There was so much shit going down in that studio. You um, were doing drug deals. You were doing drug deals and they could see it. They could see it. Uncle Dennis was watching you and you were dealing drugs from the Today FM RIP studio. Ray! I imagine we were doing it for a laugh to get off. I jumped in my chair. Suddenly it hit me that the DJ of a nationally aired show RIP was angrily shouting directly at me. Somehow all of the listeners in the entire country had created circumstances where you decided it was worth taking the time out of your show to tell me to get the F off the webcams. Right there in my quiet office, I was watching a live feed of you telling me to F off with an expression that clearly hinted that if I didn't immediately comply, you'd reach through the screen and wring my neck all before the ad break ended. At this point, I did the only logical thing I could. I panicked. Forgetting how to close down a browser window, I mashed my keyboard oh, frantically. Jesus, hoping Connor, this is something- an English... Leaving certain essay. It would either close the browser or implode the hard drive. I didn't care which, as long as I got the angry shouting man off my screen. Luckily, something. Connor, I was just messing. You gotta let this go, man. This is years ago, and Nine I was years just ago. messing. Luckily, something worked because it was. Cl- I was clicking the X icon. Maybe it was throwing me blah blah blah. 
uh, don't hurt me never open the webcams again just in case I get scolded a second time so that's the time Ray Foley shouted at me on the radio well it wasn't on the radio it was on a webcam that only one person was watching the stream so it was really just you Connor uh, effing terror- terrifying to be honest but probably deserved my question why couldn't the webcams just be switched off well Connor if we were test, as you've already explained if we were in the middle of testing them they were just turned on and no one thought to turn them off but again Connor don't 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 let this you, live with you any longer I than I just want to, to let you know I was out of this story about eight minutes ago <laughs> what is happening Anyway, that's an email from Connor, uh, a person that we asked to email into our podcast, and I'm simply reading the emails on the podcast. Connor, fair play. That is really stuck in your mind. Nine years. Connor, I'd let it go, man. He didn't didn't mean anything by it. I swear to God, he didn't. But he was... But he was definitely dealing drugs there was out of the Today Offense dr- drug, Serious drug dealing. In Just the, to let you know. In the studio. Yeah. And was there another one? Yes, there was <laughs> another email. Hi, guys. On the relationship between Bono and Matt Damon. <laughs> As you can tell, Ray is the one with the access to the email account. This is Keith. <laughs> Hi, he Keith. gets to pick what he wants. Hi guys, on the relationship. Well, this is a current. I've got a bunch of older ones that I'll come back to. But uh, so if I haven't gotten to yours, I'll come back to the older ones because they can be done at any time. But this okay. needs is this to positive be. Re- is this positive reinforcement for you with Keith? Hi guys, on the relationship between Bono and Matt Damon, I can see how Bono would be in touch with Matt. Aha. <gasps> oh, go on, Keith. If he needed anything, like Ray said, but I don't see them being friends properly. Ah. They would be more like work friends on holiday in the same place. Yes, work friends. Because really, Matt, the f- swanky parties that Matt Damon goes to in Hollywood and the swanky showbiz celebrity parties aren't real friend parties. They're, it's, they're really an extension of their work. That's what part of their gig rather than it actually being, it'd be a nice social thing to do as part of your work. But at the end of the day, it's still a work thing. So they would be work friends. That's the equivalent. That's what I was saying with Anton and the Martin thing yesterday. Is that like, the, it will be a work thing rather than it being a, a true friendship. Bono and Matt Damon. Also, they're not compatible with each other. I have Googled and Matt's kids, this is Keith saying, I have Googled and Matt's kids are 13, 11 and 9. Bono's kids are adults. They have nothing in He's common. He's got one doing the leaving cert. Yeah, so you've got one doing the leaving cert. So babysitter. Right, okay. When, I'm sorry, anyone with kids who need a babysitter and you've got a friend who's got a kid who's a babysitter. Why would you need a babysitter? You're locked in with your kids, for Christ's sake, in the middle of lockdown. I'm just saying, he's thinking about the future. He'll be back to film The Last Jewel at some stage. And Matt Damon, he mightn't have the spondulics for a babysitter. They're expensive in Ireland. He'd be like, Bono, send the kid down. Keith finishes, they have nothing in common other than money, saving the world and looking down on Ray in his leafy house from Keith Keith my house isn't leafy I live in a leafy area I live in leafy South Dublin but the house itself is made of bricks of mortar and also fake grass you can't even grow a leaf out the back because he's got fake grass I have a a thing about the compatibility thing this is the thing that I was thinking about subsequent to our uh, (laughs) podcast yesterday I think when you think of the people that Matt Damon actually hangs around with i.e. George Clooney Chris George, Hemsworth. George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Chris Hemsworth. All those people are crack. They like to work out and they're good crack. Ben Bono. Affleck. Ben Affleck isn't crack. But oh uh, he's not now, but he used to be. And he's still what? friends with him because he, he he's he's a friend of old who has changed. 
Right, Everyone's okay. got one of them. Everyone's got one of those okay. that you're friends with. Leave when- JP alone. Why are you going after JP today? Trust me, JP has not changed of anyone. <laughs> He's the one fro- cryogenically frozen. <laughs> in, time, <laughs> in time, absolutely. Of anyone. Uh, the, so I was thinking, for that reason, think of the people that Matt Damon is actually friends with. Bono's not with that type of person. That's all I'm saying. Furthermore, the type of person that I would think... Because everyone's making the argument, uh, well, he's in Dublin, he doesn't know anyone. But he would he would know people. He would... He, and also, he's Matt Damon. He has the opportunity to get to know anyone he wants. Well, he pays virtue. people to get to know him. So There's it's grand. But would he know now, your, your man, uh, Yvonne... Connolly. Yvonne Connolly, isn't that her name? Kitchen? Beautiful Yvonne Yeah, Connolly. no, gorgeous Yvonne. Yvonne, uh, John, her boyfriend. What's his surname, John? John Conroy, John? who is a very famous director of, uh, a cinematographer. Cinematographer, in, yeah. In Hollywood. Here you go now. You see, this is what in I'm saying. Hollywood. I bet, I bet, and John's, John's just a working guy in, in the, in the business, in the industry of film, right? Good friends with Idris. Highly regarded. Uh, Funny, Winning awards. Funny, charming man. But he's not like George Clooney or Bono or anybody like that. He's just a regular guy. Also, funny, good crack, nice fella to chat to. I would have a feeling that he would be the type of person that Matt Damon would get on with. Now, I don't know if they've met each other. I imagine there would have there would have been crossovers. But I, I imagine, don't know. I can see that happening more, a text between John and, and Matt in Dublin. Hey man, if you're in Dublin, let me know. My missus is Yvonne Connolly. <laughs> well, She'd make just, you a cake. She would I should make you a Make a mean cake. cake. Jesus Christ, Yvonne's a great cook. I I don't know. I, I can say but what my point is, those two people would be more compatible than Bono. Put Bono into that and it's like, what is Bono? That's all I'm saying. I don't mean that in a bad bad way about Bono. I'm sure Bono's a lovely man. It's just he needs to stay in his lane. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Bono's more in the odd, older musical artist. Bob Dylan type of... Not Bob Dylan. I just think that you're wrong. He's still Bono. And... There's a bit of crack there. You have one new voice message in your Vodafone mailbox. Someone's. I don't have a Vodafone mailbox. I've never enabled it and I don't have a voicemail, but I'm just after getting a text message saying I've got a voicemail. That's interesting. Someone's uh, hacking you. Some, I've been hacked. Um, 5G. The other thing that I wanted to uh, mention on the fi- uh, finally on the Bono thing. Oh, yes. Did I hear or read somewhere that in that interview that uh, Matt Damon did, yeah. that he's going to stay in Ireland now until the end of term? Did he say uh, that? I think he's staying, yeah, because I think everyone thought he was flying out. Yeah, on like the 10th or something. Yeah, but uh, I think he's still here. He said, I heard, I was told, or I read. It's because it's not piss and rain. But he's staying now till the end of term, apparently. Apparently it's to do with the kids' school term. Like the kids' school term, he's going to stay here till the end of term. Which begs the question, why? Because A, all the schools are closed. So what's school term got to do with this? And well, B, they've got private tutors. And B, yeah, he, he's got private tutors. So surely school term does not apply to his children. When he, you've got a situation where your kids have to move around the world with you, because when he was living in Australia for like three months, six months, mm-hmm. like the whole family was over there by his eldest daughter who was in college. Yeah. So they do seem to move with him when he goes. 
So maybe he tries to make it as normal as possible. As in, we are here for three months, four months. Until. That's just the way it is. Yeah. So is that they will be in one place at a time. Okay. And would they not rather go home to their, like, I mean, uh, in their early teens, surely they'd be like, I would much rather go home to our house in Los Angeles with the pool and the all the, everything else that comes with it and the sunshine. And no, I think he's, but I think he's New York, isn't he? Oh, is he? So I don't know. like center of a pandemic. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I imagine they've, they've got a house in each, no? Probably. Probably. I haven't looked into it too much. It must be I'm a weird be life honest. for a 13-year-old then to be on the road yes. like that. Yes. Very strange. So, I assume as they get older. I think I'd hate my parents at 13. I, I assume that you'll kind of get to the stage where until they're happy and then they'll probably, listen, this is all conjecture, but then kind of put them into school when they're in high school so that they can make some friends. Yeah. And they'll have to stay in one place. I'll have to ask Bono to ask him the next time Bono's looking down. Shout over to the hill there. Oh, Matt! Oh, Matt, you got the kids with you? Paul! 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 Are we talking? He responds. He responds. We've got number six. Number six over there. Number six. Here, Ray. Here, Ray. Yeah. Here, Ray. Yeah. This, this coronavirus is getting pretty serious, isn't it? It really is. Sixbitspod at gmail.com if you want to get an email into us. Uh, Merle will only listen to the first 30 seconds of it, though, and then uh, then I'll be left to read the the rest of the terminally long. Maybe keep it to two or three paragraphs, Connor, next time. Otherwise, you'll just lose her. She's got the, you know what? It she's was got the attention delight- span of a gnat. It just had nothing to do. You know, I, I had nothing. I was just like, oh, this has nothing to do with me. This is a, a correspondence between you and Connor. Okay, throw in random uh, Which was, remarks. It was, for, by the way, I tell it you was, what, just, it was lovely. Just send emails from Warren. Just send emails from Warren next time. It was beautifully written. I won't mind. I'll still just, read them out. I'll still pay attention. Have, I didn't have any emotional attachment, attachment to it. And it was, oh, by the way. What? By the way. Do you know what's happening? My piles are giving me jip. They are. They are. They're they're properly giving me jip. Not very dark Raymond, outside all of a sudden. It's not good, yeah. I'm glad I got the run in earlier on. Myself and Raymond are on the television tonight and they want us to recreate pictures. Famous portraits. I love being asked to do homework last minute like this. <laughs> I don't have anyone to take a picture. And I <laughs> I don't care. You enough. know, you can put your phone on a on a timer and... Like three, two, one. Do you know I've never done that? Well, you yeah, can do that now then. That's a good idea. <laughs> ah, I've got to cook as well tonight, so I've got to go to the shop, so I better get out of here. I, yeah. I, uh, and I my friend wants me to bring her dog for a walk. I'm like, I can't do it today, my friend. Sorry about that. Uh, stay away from yourselves. And, and each, each other. other. You're supposed to say Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan! Azerbaijan!